T-Row in the morning show on a Wednesday, Feb 28. Uh, TJ, we do need to put the alert out there to everyone. This is not the last day of February. We got another one tomorrow. They've added this one. That's right. Yeah, the 29th. 29th day. That's correct. Do you know why we have a leap day every uh, four years? Can I've you heard, explain to everyone? I've heard this, but remind me something about keeping something on track. There's a, there is a, uh, we don't quite match up. <clears throat> the Earth's orbit is a little bit more than 365 days. Yeah. So every four years, we got to take an extra, extra day to keep us matched up. It's not quite exact. So it's like a, it's a, you got to recalibrate every four years to get us, you know, right back on online again. Had a friend it's growing 365 up. 365 days in six hours is how long it takes uh, a rotation gotcha. around yeah. the sun. Yeah, I knew it was something along those lines. Had a friend uh, born on February 29th, so he only had an actual birthday every four years. So That would be cool, don't you think? Or he, terrible. It was terrible for him We all because everybody oh. would be like, look, you're only three years old. <laughs> you know, we thought we were funny. He didn't like that. Math. He was actually, you know, like twelve or whatever. But uh, college baseball, o- uh, OSU got pounded at Dallas Baptist last night, fourteen to four. Uh, like DBU. Well, two things. One, Oklahoma State's pretty beat up. They got that big win over Arkansas the other day, but they lost another guy last night. They're losing starters right and left. I don't know that all of them will be out for the year, but. Uh, Josh Holiday's team, 
pretty beat up early in the season. And two, <clears throat> Dallas Baptist is like just crushing people early in the season. They, yeah, they're they hammering might the ball. Be. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, TCU beat Washington State last night, 8-7 to seven in 12 innings. I only bring this up because TCU is now 8-0. Oh. I don't know if you've paid attention to them at all, TJ, but they are a wild 8-0. Like, they keep getting comeback wins. I think Kirk sent us that well, strikeout. Sent us the, yeah, throw out that no interference was called. Should have been the final out of the game, but mm-hmm. the, the ball got away. So they rallied to beat Florida. The season opener, they rallied to beat Florida Gulf Coast 10-9. to uh, Texas State, they had a midweek game. They rallied to beat them 6-5. to UCLA, they squeaked out a one-run win over them 4-3. to Last night, they rallied to beat Washington State 8-7. to they're eight and zero, and they've got four one-run victories already on the year. Crazy. Nobody cares. Okay, OU Iowa State tonight. TJ, tell me what I should think about this basketball game. I think it's going to be a difficult environment. They've been very good at home this year, but you've already got the formula to beat them because you did it in Norman. Uh, you're coming off of a tremendous momentum with the game-winning shot. At Oklahoma State, you know one a more J-Mac attack. One more J Mac attack, or a J Mo. Uh, I was trying to think of something real quick, basketball related, to win a game that mm-hmm. uh, would would work with that. Um, you're done. It, uh, the work is done. Now you can continue to improve yourself, but um, no need to uh, mess around tonight on the road. Go try to get it done. Go try to punch your ticket. Be comfortable. You've got some tough games still coming up with Houston coming up at home on Saturday. That's not going to be an easy game even with it at home. So um, you've proven you can beat this team before. Go get them again. Um, I, do you remember that first game at all? I was gonna. I was about to just say, <clears throat> saying all that, yes, they did do it, but Oklahoma, or Oklahoma State, Iowa State is playing much better basketball at this point in the year than they were at that point in the year. I think they figured out some things. So, and, and especially up. at home, I look up right now, like who even had a good game that night? It was the first game of conference play. It was so yeah. long ago. I was at that game. If you remember, of course you were. Yeah, January sixth. Absolutely was. Uh huh. We all believe you. Um. Let's see here. Iowa State game. Latre Darthard had 11. JV McCollum, 15. Godwin, 10. Yuzan, 12. Jalen Moore only had four points that night. Um, let me look at our uh, stats here to see if we – did we shoot the ball extremely well or anything? Uh, 47%. We hit 10 threes. Held them to three of 16. So – from three? Yeah. Um, I have to go back and watch the highlights. I don't remember that game at all. So, last team to beat Iowa State and Ames. You know who it was? Do not. The Oklahoma Sooners. There you go. Last year, late last year, OU beat them here. They haven't lost at home this year at all. OU's won. Remember, they went like a whole decade without winning here. They've now won two of their last three trips to Ames. Uh, this team is really good. They are outstanding defensively. Outstanding. They 
really specialize in making you take shots you don't want to take and making people take shots that you would rather not be taking the shots. They are great at identifying who your best players are and where they like to shoot on the floor and saying, you're not getting that. Figure out something else. Um, on the on the positive side for OU, they don't block a lot of shots. And that's been kind of a running theme we've talked about, TJ, this year. OU has struggled against teams with bigs who they can't get to the rim. OU needs to be able to get to the rim. <clears throat> uh, they were able to have a lot of success in that category Saturday against OSU. Brandon Garrison was on the bench a lot with foul trouble, and then he fouled out. And Otega Owe, you know, he did <clears throat> almost all his scoring at the rim, right? I don't think he hit a three. Um, In overtime, Yuzan around the rim, bank shots. Jalen Moore at the rim. Uh, when OU has gone up against the Hunter Dickinsons of the world, the seven-footers, the Cincinnati had a couple of shot blockers. It has given them fits this year. Iowa State, Robert Jones, six foot ten, but he's not a big shot blocker. He's not a big that, like they don't. They're not really that. So that's good. Milan Momchilovic, the freshman, was, is a much better player now than he was when OU saw him. He is. He's got a season under his belt. He is Dirk Nowitzki in college. I mean, that's that's the kinds of shots he takes. I'm not saying he's that good, but he's really good. Seems like he had a nice game in Norman. Um, I'd have to look it up and see what he did. The you know, Taman Lipsy runs the show for them. Point guard, uh, Keyshawn Gilbert is the UNLV transfer that leads him in scoring. Six four. He's kind of a slasher who can also step back and hit the three. Uh, they're not going to blow you away with their personnel, though. They just play really, really fundamentally sound, good team basketball. They're beatable. In this building, it's hard. In this building, uh, Hilton Magic, they call it. It'll be packed tonight. They're into it. It's hard to get a call here, and they are capable of going on big runs here. But personnel-wise, I don't think it's a bad matchup for OU. I think that finding ways to score consistently will be the trick. And you know that at times, TJ, that's been an issue for this Oklahoma basketball team this year. They've gone in offensive lulls, offensive droughts. You can't have... You'd rather not have one of those tonight. You certainly can't have a couple where you go five minutes without scoring or right. making a shot. So that that is going to be key against an excellent defensive team for Oklahoma to unlock that somehow. Figure out how they can consistently find points against Iowa State. Um, but it's a no-lose situation tonight. I like it. You're coming off a... Uh, emotional, inspirational win. You're going on the road against a team that you've already beat once, so there's a level of confidence there. And you've got nothing to lose. 
it, it, it does not hurt you at all net-wise, uh, anything, NCAA tournament-wise, anything if you lose this game. But if you win it, it's everything. You are guaranteed, as you said, to go to the NCAA tournament. Your net gets a massive boost, and uh, and you, you know you, you you climb a notch in the Big Twelve standings as well. So I like these uh, nothing to lose games, and tonight would certainly fall into this category. Now, if you zoom out and look at the week as a whole, <laughs> it would be great if you could get one of the yes, two. Absolutely. Houston at home Saturday. I would say, in my opinion, that one is slightly easier than this one simply because of the location. I think Houston is a little bit better than Iowa State. Not a ton, but because you get them in Norman and because it's Kelvin and all that kind of stuff, it'll be an emotional night. It'll be sold out, all that kind of stuff. So I give them a slightly better chance Saturday than tonight. What do you think? I would say slightly, so I, I'll agree with that phrasing. So, yes. Yes. If I was ranking these Final Four, I would say Cincinnati at home one from easiest to hardest. At Texas, two. Houston at home, three. Tonight, four. Sure. Yeah, I'm with In you difficulty. on that. Yeah. That um, being said, I have no idea what Texas will show up a week from Saturday. They are a complete enigma. Yeah, you had no idea they were going to hammer Texas Tech last night by that and be up comfortably at halftime and never look back. So, if you if the only two Texas games you saw this year was the game in Norman and the game in Lubbock last night, you would a say that's a final four. Yeah, absolutely. Mama Chaklovich had uh, twelve points in Norman. He hit the two three pointers. I think that kind of cut into a run that they were mm. making, okay. cut into a lead and and kind of yeah late. Tied at, he started hitting close. some crazy yep. shots. Yeah. Yep. Well, he's a good three-point shooter. Mama Chaklovich, is that what you said? Yeah, now you're going to say it tonight on the broadcast. As a team, they are not a very good free-throw shooting team. Um, So keep that in mind if it's close late tonight. But I don't know. I'm not picking OU necessarily. I don't don't go around picking games. I'm going to ask you what your gut is here coming up in a second or in a bit. But uh, I feel right now like they got a shot. I don't uh, – there have been a few games this year where going into it, you're like, I don't know. But this isn't one of them. And maybe it's because they've beaten them already, and maybe it's because of what happened Saturday. But this is a team that, for the first time maybe in a bit, is carrying itself with a little bit of confidence and a little bit of swagger. And You're going to need somebody to go off. Like, you're going to need uh, Javian or – and Jalen Moore, I think, is a great candidate because he's not the player now that he was back in the first matchup either. He had four points, five rebounds no, in that no, game. Neither is Waldo, so. Neither is Waldo. You're right. What did Waldo have in that? That's a good point you make. Uh, he had five points. Yeah. Uh, so they're years. not getting nine points out of Jalen and Waldo tonight. I mean, if they do, they're losing. But more likely they're going to get – it's more likely they get 29 out of those than nine. Um, Iowa so State. I give them a shot. Uh, they're an underdog for a reason. Iowa State's really good, probably a top three seed in the NCAA tournament, probably the two seed in Kansas City. They're really good. But Oklahoma's won three road games already, TJ, in conference play. Pretty good. Why not four? They played pretty good on the road. I mean, there's some clunkers in there, but 
Cincinnati, they won. Oklahoma State, they won. Uh, Kansas State, they won. Uh, UCF, they did not play well. Kansas, they played okay. They just lost. Uh, what are the other two losses on the road, Teach? Uh, Baylor, they did not play well. TCU, I don't remember that game so long ago. Did they play well or not at TCU? I don't feel like they did. I don't think they did. No, I don't yeah. think they played well that game. Right. Well, they need to play well tonight. Are you rooting for Anthracite or Crimson Jerseys tonight? Um, Just to upset someone I know on the socials, I'll go Anthracite. All right. Well, we're all about upsetting people on the socials. So you're so. saying I picked up a little bit there. Uh, you felt good energy on that flight with the team. Oh, for sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some There's – some, uh, the difference between that shot going in and not going in <laughs> is amazing. Massive, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, break time. Uh, TJ's gut, by the way, bottom of the hour. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. RK Black brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. They've been bringing you great business, network management, document management since 1952. Copier, fax, printer, scanner, document management. I used uh, print from my phone to a printer here in the station earlier this morning, just about an hour ago. So, hmm. how about that? How about that? How about that? It's all, respond- all because of RK Black. RKBlack.com, 405-943-9800. Uh, am I okay to go text here? I didn't know if uh, you had a guest stop by or anything. No guest yet. I did receive a thumbs up to my text, so I know he's huh. awake, but I haven't seen him yet. Interesting. Interesting. Must not have set his mental alarm for early enough. Uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. I'm down with the 20 cracker- crackers in the soup, but I'm going with the Ritz crackers. Can't pay me enough to eat saltines. Wow. <laughs> Big anti-saltine guy. <laughs> Uh, this one just says 42% are tiny tanks, 48% are right on on your poll. <laughs> <laughs> TJ, have you ever done the cracker whistle challenge? Eat seven crackers and try to whistle. That's not, you know what? I was given another cracker challenge yesterday by someone else, but that wasn't the one. So hmm. you, the, Jeff from OKC is saying the, the whistle challenge is eat seven crackers, try to whistle. The other person said, have you ever tried the cracker challenge? I said, what's the cracker challenge? It says, uh, you eat three crackers in under a minute. You can't do it. And I said, hmm, seems like I can do that. Yeah. I can't believe we're 20 years into the show and we're just now (laughs) finding out you're a cracker addict. I'm not a cracker addict. I just eat crackers with soup. Like, I don't say it's 21 every time. Sometimes it may only be 10. I'm just saying, I think most people, whether they know it or not, probably average close to half a sleeve, which is only about 15 crackers. You said you buy a box of saltines every three to four weeks. During the winter, yeah. From, I would say, October yeah. to February. Do you buy Ritz crackers? Uh, there's some Ritz crackers at the house, yeah. Do you have, key, do you have club crackers? No, no. Do you have any not other typically. kinds of crackers? Not typically, no. No Triscuits. You said you don't like Triscuits. I don't like Triscuits, no. Uh, there's cheeses. Well, Does that count? 
That's Maybe not really you're, a cracker. You're not a cracker addict. Yeah, it's a cracker, but you're not a cracker addict, but you at times it can be troubling to others around you. <laughs> like at times you need to be driven home after a bowl of soup or a bowl of <laughs> That's not true. chili because you've had you've Look, gone too far. A bowl of soup, if I have that for lunch, <clears throat> is not that many calories for like a uh a bowl of Campbell's soup or something. Well, and I you also added know your 21 crackers it is. I also know I'm not going to eat again until probably 6:15 tonight. So probably, uh, I'll load up on some crackers here. It's probably mm-hmm. part of my thought process as well. Can I throw in a couple of things uh, to break up this fascinating conversation? Absolutely. Um one congrats to Nate uh, Nate Hibble. Ryan Hibble and the OU men's golf team, they win the Southern Highlands Invitational yesterday. Big time event out in Vegas. They had a big time final two days. Very good win for them. Uh, that that could bode well for things to come. And also, we've received a ton of text messages saying, "Why aren't you talking more about the the big Leeds Chelsea game today?" Uh, we just don't have time. We can't get everything in. Leeds and Chelsea one thirty today. FA Cup fifth round. I'll be glued to uh, uh, my television, like I know most of you will be out there as well. Okay, back to uh, Cracker Talk. Go ahead, TJ. Uh, Aaron says, TJ, you can literally, literally print to any printer from your phone. All you need is Wi-Fi. Not true in this building. There are certain printers I cannot print to. There are certain computers in this building that I cannot print from. So that is not true. Is that because those printers are not Wi-Fi friendly? Uh, yeah, they are. Uh, the one I'm talking about is. I just uh, It doesn't recognize on my phone. Drake so. Dyken has uh, chimed in. He says, uh, and and uh, apparently he's the cracker expert, the saltine challenge is six, not three, he says. Oh, okay. I was told three. So he does think he's an expert on all things crackers and food and uh, serving sizes mm-hmm. uh, when he eats like a half a yogurt for lunch and then that's it. And then he's like, it says it's two servings for one container of yogurt. I'm only going to eat half right now and put the rest away for tomorrow. Right. I finished off an entire sleeve of saltine crackers last night with just some grape jelly, says this texture out of Wisconsin. Huh. <laughs> I've heard of that one. <laughs> crackers and grape jelly just plop down on the couch or the jar of jelly and a sleeve of crackers. Get after it. Uh, TJ only eats soup because he wants to be like Travis Kelsey and his brother. It's not true. It's not true. Mm. I was eating soup long before those dudes were even born, all right? They want to eat soup to be like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, this 918er says, Drake is a serving size. <laughs> Tiny tank? <laughs> Where did this come from? Gross, gross. Soccer is horrible sport. Very boring. Run around, fall over, act like they're dead. <laughs> well, I just I just mentioned the Leeds Chelsea. You mentioned Leeds, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's triggered. There are some fans out there that are triggered by the very word soccer. They just like, and you're one of them, honestly. But you're like, oh my god, I'm allergic to that sport. I hate it. Don't talk about it. So I apologize <laughs> to that person that I spent at least 15 to 20 seconds mentioning my favorite soccer team today. Brian says you can't help a cracker addict until they realize they have a problem. It's true. <laughs> you don't think you consume more crackers than the average American? No, because I won't have 
Like after today, maybe a, a time or two after this. You, you had yesterday, or two days ago now, Yeah, you had half a sleeve of crackers, and today right. you're going to finish that sleeve. Yeah. yeah. The one sleeve per three days. That's all average, I'll have this entire week. Yeah, that's all I'll have this entire week. And I probably don't consume saltine crackers from, I would say, April to October. <laughs> no summer crackers? No summer crackers. No <laughs> chili soup, anything like that. I don't eat soup in the uh, summer. You don't so. just bust out a, bar, uh, 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 a jar of grape jelly and say, I'm going to get have no. some crackers today. No, so... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this may be it. Like, this please, somebody pull the plug on this show. <laughs> we should not be on the air. So I'm begging you. I think put us out. Put everyone out of their misery. I think that's how Parker Thune was feeling yesterday, since Steely's on vacation this week, and then Uncle and this conversation rolled into his show. And you know, he's a very serious journalist. He had no time for our buffoonery in the morning, and they played the uncle thing, and he was he was like, so they were talking crackers, and Drake's like, yeah, I mean, about the whole show, they were talking crackers, about for the last two days. Parker was disgusted with this, I think. Well, I got to tell you that sources close to me have revealed to me that perhaps the uncle of a four-star recruit in the state of Kansas has uh, looked the way of an OU shirt that he saw on a Walmart rack. I'm not reporting this as true. I'm just saying that sources have told me that it might be true. Take that for what you will. Look, all I know is how we influence this state, and grocery stores right now are wondering, man, we've sold a lot of saltines the last two days. And I got a picture from a listener yesterday that said, I had to go to this place for lunch to hit up the salad bar because I wanted crackers. And they sent a picture of the two-pack saltines. They had ripped open, I don't know, 20 packages or so, and they were all over the table. And they said, I hammered some crackers with my salad bar. Man, you people really like crackers. <laughs> hey, you heard from uh, Splinter and Lumber yesterday. They had ordered yeah. like a giant container of two-pack of crackers from Amazon. So... Yeah. Uh, right. The only crackers I eat are Cheez-Its, says this texter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cheez-Its are good. I thought the Groundhog Telethon was earlier this month. <laughs> <laughs> One more text, and then we got to put it into this. Uh, uh, Mike and Tulsa here. It's y'all's fault, by the way. We would have not talked about this after <laughs> one segment if you would stop texting the show about it. There's, Don't play muffs on this. Uh, Every time we go to the text messages, y'all keep commenting about crackers. There's over 40 texts that I haven't got to today, and I believe they're all on uh, crackers. Last one here, Mike in Tulsa says, this is the kind of stuff that keeps you guys going on radio for so long. Absolute classic. Oh, my gosh. All right, break time. When we come back, TJ's gut, what's happening tonight in Hilton Coliseum. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Welcome back. Special guest joining us now, Seatbelt Henry, has joined us in the laundry room. Welcome to the laundry room. Thank you, Toby. Thanks for having me in the laundry room. Pretty nice in here, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty good. Got not a little bad. desk, a little table the set dude up. dude walking by earlier thought it was weird you were yelling about your wife in the laundry room. Wait till yeah. another guy's sitting in there with you. Guy kind of peeked in a while ago. He's waiting at the elevator, and he I was, I don't remember what we were <laughs> talking about, but he was like, what is going on in there? So, 
And what, uh, was it Coach Humphrey? It wasn't. I saw him over in the team room a while ago. Okay. He, he, was, he looked like he had a restful night's sleep. Good. He looked good, yeah. <laughs> uh, TJ, before we get distracted here, how about your gut for tonight? What's, what's your gut say for this OU-Iowa State game? My gut has not felt great this week for this game. Um, I'm going uh, Iowa State by eight in this game versus That's the great. Sooners. That's great news. Awesome. Hey, it worked out in Stillwater. Let's see if yeah. it can work again. Yeah. That's great news. TJ's gut is on the Cyclones tonight, everybody. Uh, Coach will be excited about that. What's your gut tell you tonight, Kev? I feel, I feel good. I think we need to win another game. Yeah, maybe two, and I think it's going to be one that a lot of folks don't think we'll get, and a lot of folks didn't think we'd get OSU. I mean, that was a hard game, and you know, as close as it was in Norman, going over there and playing them, they were hot, they were playing good, especially at home. Uh, we we kind of surprised some people, I think, and got that one. So it, if it's not this one, maybe it's Houston, who although they look good um, at Texas, they looked good last night. But there's a game in there I think we're going to get, we're going to surprise some people. It may be this one. Did you uh, watch that Texas-Texas Tech game last night? I did. Aren't they a weird team, man? Texas is – I mean, first off, Texas Tech without Warren Washington is – please give us them in the tourney, in, yeah. the, in the Big 12 tourney. If right. They're not going to have him. You know, I, Maybe he'll be back by then, but they look like a shell. But, man, Texas, they, they're capable, like they did against us, of looking like world beaters Yep. and then looking like complete crap the next game. So, I don't they're, know what we're going to get. They're a weird team. And when they're clicking, they are doing – they're awesome. I mean, they got shot makers. They got big guys that can do stuff. They rebound it. They're good. They looked great last night. But you, that's uh, that's Texas for you. You just never know what you're going to yeah. get uh, going against them. And they're still capable of not making the NCAA tournament, by the way. Yeah. Last night helps them out a ton, though. Uh, matchup-wise, do you think this is a good or bad matchup? I think it's good. I, I think, do, too. I think the Sooners match up well with these guys. And, obviously, we won in Norman this year. And we were talking about on the – playing yesterday I think we were the last team to beat them at home Mm -hmm. last season and so there's got to be something to that with the matchups and such and I I like their guard play is really good I mean those two guards that they have are two of the best backcourt in the the league but you know Los and and, and Javian has been playing well as well so I think this is a a perfect matchup for the Sooners we just got to you know stay stay with our core stay down in a stance on defense make sure we keep those guys out of the lane, they want to get to the lane, and you got to block them out. They don't take a bunch of threes. They they like to get downhill and go score in the paint or throw it up there and go offensive rebound it. So we got to block out. We we always talk about that, but this is tonight's game is more important than any. OU has won seven of the last nine games against Iowa State. That's uh, I wouldn't have guessed that. I, I know we've had some success against them. Two of the last three here, and seven of the last nine overall. That included a big win in Kansas City against them too. So. They've had a lot of success against them. The key for me is that if they're going to PD some C tonight, they're going to have to play better than they did in the Co. Yes. You following me there? I, I got you. Yeah. I got you. The C in this occasion is Cyclones. cyclones. I've, yeah. I've inserted for crackers Cyclones. Right. Yep. And the Co, you remember, is, oh, yeah. is what everybody calls Waco. Mm-hmm. So. you got to play better. you got to play better at, at, on the road. And I felt like playing in Stillwater was – great for the Sooners last game because they did go on the road. They did play in a hostile environment. You know, Hilton Coliseum's rough, man. Those those fans are get out they get after you and it's packed in there. I mean it's sold out games and stuff like that. So it's a hard place to play, but yes, you gotta play good on the road when you go play a team like Iowa State. But like you just said, I mean seven of nine or whatever and 
two of the last three there. I mean, the Sooners have had some success in this yeah. building lately. Lately, yeah. We went like a decade there without, yeah. without beating them. But um, Okay, back to the Cracker conversation yesterday. PD some C. Like right now, we're going to PD some P. We're gonna after we leave here, we're gonna go <laughs> punch down some pancakes. You are, I'm not, but I get what you're yeah. saying there. P D some P. Yeah. So the last letter is substitutable. Yes. The the key to this phrase is P D. And this is uh and this is not public display of affection. This is uh uh this is something that everybody says. And I'm not, I'm unaware not of everybody. This is the cool the cool people use this. Is that some what P D stood for in P D Q when it was open here in Norman? Pound down some quality or barbecue. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Yeah. That was that was a chicken spot. It was a chicken place. Yeah. 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 No, we're gonna punch like down. I would say. Punch I, down. I, I, yes, I'd say you and I. You ready? After we get done, you ready to go PD some pee? And <laughs> some people would say absolutely. Can't wait for the maple syrup on those pancakes. Some people. Who this. are these some people? <laughs> what is the need to shorten everything? Like, why can't we just say Waco? Why can't no, we just, say the co? What is like? Just to breathe. Some pee. What? What? You don't want to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I breathe from time to time. Yeah. I seem. I don't think I breathe as much as you breathe. I think you make a game out of a breathing, and then making me feel stupid when I don't know you breathe. TJ, I got him. You never. I, I you just never got him. Brought forth one oh, person man. that backed you up on the co. <laughs> There's a lot of people. No, you you said you were going to bring me people. You never brought me anybody that said, "Oh yeah, we call it the co." There was John Moore said he's never heard of that. No, there was half of that arena calls it the co. Uh huh. Well, you didn't ask for proof. I mean, I, we could have. Well, you said you we were gonna, went. Up, I was broadcasting a game. We were we were talking to one person there, John Morris, and John John knew it that you just didn't. You know, out of context. When you're asked, you asked him something out of context. I said, have you ever – I didn't. TJ, we did it on this show, right? Uh, yes. No, he oh, asked have you ever, has any, yeah, you ever heard anybody it. call Waco the co? And he laughed. And he said, I've never heard of that one. Oh. Well, John, I, I'm disappointed in John then. All right. So, uh, PD some P. Are we going pancakes today? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's P- good food here. PD Ames does P. have good food. You might be in a laundry room for your – show but they have some good food they, are you going out to eat or are you eating with the team i'm open to going out if you'd like to go no, i don't want to go out I okay don't, i don't i don't the boss well, i might not us. eat here either i i felt bad when the boss texted us after the osu game and said, when you said what did you what did you eat for breakfast and i didn't we didn't have much of an answer right but we won so i feel like that we got a little bit of leverage that's true like as long as you have m&ms at the arena i think we're okay yeah and I, I need to get some stuff done, so I don't think I'm going out for breakfast today. Okay. So, well, we'll just go down here and PD some pee. I'm going to let you go PD some pee. <laughs> and I'm gonna, uh, I'll meet you at the bus when we go to shoot around. How about that? All right, man. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Um, that's Kevin Henry. By everybody. the way, Kevin Henry has uh, Chris Play in here cracking up. <laughs> Who? Chris Play. Uh, it's, how, it's what <laughs> oh, I call I Plank. You. It's what I call I got Plank. You. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, that's it. Uh, Chris Play will join us when we come back. You can hear Kevin on the call with me tonight. 6.30 pregame show at Hilton Coliseum. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800.
or visit rkblack.com. It's time for the crossover brought to you by Ortho Central. Open in their newest location inside the YFAC. That's what I do. I abbreviate it. The YFAC right here in Norman, the Young Family Athletic Center. And now, here's T. Rowe and Plank. It's the cross. The cross, baby. <clears throat> Sorry, I was a little bit uh, late getting in here. I was just BCing, uh, brewing some coffee after I was DIWing, <laughs> driving in to work. After RII, you know, recording RII, RII, recording an interview. So yeah, yeah, I mean, life's good around here in the in the Ray. This is our text line right now, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line G H Y G K M. Do you know what's funny is there's so much of Ted and Kevin to where it's like, are you? Is this real right now? What you're doing, or is this? Yeah, you seeing how long you could take it until I finally. Yeah, you're right. They both get do sucked like- in. Teddy will do that thing like he'll ask you, uh, have you ever heard of uh, Schnickenbottoms? And I'll say, no, what's that? You've never heard of Schnickenbottoms? <laughs> and, and, and Kevin does the same thing. Like right. he'll say, uh, uh, go PD some C. What's PD some C? T-Row. You don't know what PD some C. Look at this. He don't know what PD C. You get the whole plane, you know, staring at you. Once a day, there's something that that he's shocked that I don't know about. So, and then you don't even know if it's really a thing that you're supposed yeah. to like, know is this about. A thing is the rest of America in on this, or are you the weird one? I don't know. <laughs> How was the flight? Ames has always been one that I usually need a little me time after the flight. In was uh, smooth, good. Uh but it was fine. Okay. The landing was slightly bumpy. However, I made a massive mistake last night, and Uh-oh. I have no idea why. But I was uh, swiping through some reels on the Instagram, and I came across one that was like, uh, it was very interesting. It was like air traffic controller to a student landing a plane. Oh, my gosh. I've seen that one. It was like missing a wheel or something. Right. And the, the conversation back and forth on the headset of this air traffic controller trying to land this student was fascinating. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. And so I clicked on the... The uh, you know the Instagram page of this was like airline convert whatever the thing was. I click on it and it's a whole thing of these airline air traffic control conversations with, and some of them are interesting. Some of them are like horrific. You're listening to their final words. Yeah, and I'm like, and I, I've listened to like twenty. It's fat. I've listened to like twenty of them. And I'm like, oh, the stop al- it. The algorithm stop gotcha. it. You're getting in an airplane tomorrow. <laughs> Quit listening to these. Welcome to my world. Welcome uh, to my mind every single time I even think about flying right now. The flight was fine. It was fine. Good, good. Yeah, Ames, Ames and then Palm Springs, those are the two that usually, you know, they, mm-hmm. they, they get me. Yeah, I have no evidence of right. that. In my, I do not have a Palm Springs. Do you know what's funny? Well, I know that does kind of mm-hmm. sound a little humble braggy. This one time, T-Row, we were going into Palms. <laughs> we were going into the PSP. Uh, <laughs> hey, I... Uh, I um, I don't know why I'm overly optimistic. Maybe it's TJ's gut. Maybe mm-hmm. it's listening to you and Kevin talk about it for tonight. I just they got a chance. I I guess it didn't register how much success they've actually had against Iowa State and in Ames. Yeah. I mean they're gonna have to play really well. And uh, I will tell you this: they got a horrendous. Uh, oh, I don't want to word it like that. They got a the uh 
later tonight when I give you the starting lineups, I'll announce who the officials are for oh, this no. game. I was going to okay. ask if uh, DS was here <clears throat> or that there. Will, that will decrease all of our hopes a little bit. Can but, I? Uh, um, can I ask the question that seems to be rolling into the text line fairly consistent, uh, consistently, and then that way I can tape what you say, and anytime anyone asks it, I can play what you said because I have no idea. So you ready? Mm-hmm. What is the status update on John Hewley? What do you think? Just say About he won't what? play the regular season. Like okay. he's out for the regular season. Could okay. make it back if they. All right, postseason play pop. Why is this a Why is this a question for people? What I, do I, I don't. Not, I don't know. Accept it. We got it on the text line earlier. Like, okay. Hey, what's the uh, What's the situation with Hughley? Is he going tonight? Is he good? Is he ready? I, I don't know if someone said something about the the lack of severity of it, or maybe they see him walking around. But it's he's a, here. Okay. Well, there he you go. He's is, playing tonight. No, he's not on crutches or anything. He, according to uh, Porter, had the meniscus cleaned out. And they're not ruling out the possibility he could play again at some point this year. I think some people are taking that. Not, maybe I'm uh, included now, in this. To me, that it's like, oh, well, he's fine. He'll be back right away. Maybe. But when's the last time somebody got a meniscus cleaned out and they played the next game? <laughs> I guess it would be. I guess like Adrian OSU would have been the. she would have been I mean, because that was just last week he had the, the cleanup done, right? Or has it been I, a week and a half now? I, I, he said la- during the bye week, I believe. So a couple of weeks, so no, like last week, the bye oh, week that, was last that week. Midweek game, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, so I wouldn't expect it for at least okay. another a Big Twelve tournament. Maybe if he's a quick healer and gets back I in would, the two week window. I was shocked he was here on the plane. He was not. I don't think he was in Stillwater. And and then I was like, he doesn't have crutches or anything. But I I would be stunned if he plays tonight. Okay. That's, but just seeing him around and as good as he looks and everything, I was like, oh, okay. Well, maybe he will play again this year at some point. That's good to hear. All right, cool. Thank you, Toby. You <clears> saved <throat> us a lot of work, I think. Maybe there's people that know something. I don't know. Maybe he's been practicing with the team. and I don't, I'm I don't think little, it is. It I, seems I, like there's somebody thinks there's something else going on that they're not telling us or mm, something like that. Somebody withholding information. If All there right. is, I don't know about it either. All right, I'm going to so. DTS, Toby. I'm going to do the show. You have a great uh, call tonight, man. H T B S Y E H, Chris. All right, all good. A G. <laughs> Thanks to uh, you, fine folks, for listening today. Thanks to Kevin Henry for joining us. Uh, pre-game tonight, six thirty for OU Iowa State. Everybody, go to the C. Let's get the women a trophy tonight. Have a great Wednesday, everybody. <laughs>